and welcome to Mothers of Multifamily. I am so, I, you know what, ladies? I've been trying to get this mama on my show forever. When she popped up on my radar, I was like, do you want to be on my show? She was like, yes, but all the things. I'm like, okay, okay. And then a few months later, do you want to be on my show? Yes, but all the things. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it, we're mamas. Finally, she's like, Peely, can I be on your show? I'm like, yes. So, everyone, mamas, papas, everyone in between, welcome to the show, Jennifer Joyce. Welcome to Mothers of Multifamily. Hi, how are you? So good. So everyone, Jennifer, she is an experienced real estate professional with over 500 units specializing in Texas. Her investing skills and experience span over 19 years performing various real estate investment activities. Jennifer started with single family investments and then transitioned to commercial real estate in 2007 with emphasis on large value add opportunities. She has an excellent uh, reputation, building relationships with brokers, professional services, investors, and vendors. A track record of profitable real estate through 9-11, the 2008 financial crisis, and already achieving pro forma goals in COVID-19. This lady, this woman, this mother is amazing. You know what? I'm going to stop there because I want Jennifer to tell you all about her, her life, and especially her as a mama. So, Jennifer, my one question that I ask all the mamas, how do you do all these things? Oh my goodness. I'm like exploding. How do you do all these things and enjoy and be a mama and just, just thrive the way you've been? How do you do it? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, I think that the only thing I've learned through 19 years and uh, 13 years of children is probably boundaries. Uh-huh. You know, uh, one of the things that I have to do, and it's it's almost like one of those miracle morning mindset things, is I have to reset and say today, when my kids are done with school, it's their time. And then when we they go to bed, it's my time. So that means that when they are in school, that you know I can you know really work hard. I can make a bunch of phone calls. I can do podcasts. Uh, but the minute that they they get in the car, you know, from school, all of a sudden it changes. And that doesn't mean my phone doesn't continue to ring. That doesn't mean there's not an emergency at a property but I have to remind myself that I have boundaries because I don't want to miss out. I want to be a present and intentional parent and um, it doesn't always work. It's okay for that to happen too. You know, I've still had to take a call during dinner, you know, to handle something that was urgent or a lender or a closing or a, or whatever. But, um, as long as I forgive myself and allow myself to reset each day, I can try again, right? So the more I try, the more it works out, the more I succeed at being that parent when the kids are here. And and I have to say that um, COVID changed the rules, right? So, oh, so kids came home at spring break and stayed home. So we had the longest spring break or the longest summer we've ever had. And now all of a sudden, instead of having that transition where you plan ahead, you know you're gonna start doing swimming lessons or whatever the case might be, it's, you flipped a light switch and it was different. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't good at it. I, you know, I was very much the 
hey, let me give you a, a tablet so mommy can go jump on a phone call because I didn't have a balance between the two. So then I had to um, learn that this wasn't gonna work, which is kind of where we get to the point of boundaries in the first place, and, and say, we've gotta create some sort of structure. And instead I had to block the opposite way where in the middle of the day, instead of doing conference calls or Zoom or whatever, now we're gonna go get popsicles or snow cones and we're gonna go to a water park, you know, and it's gonna be a four hour block where we don't do anything but kid stuff. So then that um, intentional um, quality time, they were able to then handle it better when a meeting came through later on and also the entire world got completely forgiving you know you'd be on with a ceo and and the four-year-old ceo would walk in the room and yes. demand mac and cheese and all of a sudden that took precedence over whatever the conversation was about but everybody was dealing with it so we are all got very very much aware of what moms do behind the scenes because it was front and center for our CEOs and our dads. So now all of a sudden, if one of them did just decide it was time to throw a fit in the afternoon and we're on a very important Zoom meeting, now it was okay to say, can I put you on mute for just one minute? And you'd see that like face still moving and talking to the side. Um, but you know, I had to get very good at boundaries for their purposes. So we had to schedule into our day where they became the most important thing of the day at some point in the day and the earlier the better and that way they got that emotional connection and they felt like you know they're getting their parents time even though we're all thrown in this together and we're sick of being home we have cabin fever we can't go anywhere we could still do something that they wanted to do even if it was a board game and you know, my kids now love board games. I don't know if your collection of board games has grown, but yes, it has actually. <laughs> yes. Now my kids come home from school, and that's what they want to do for quality time. Uh, we call it special time, where it's one it. parent and one child for a period, you know, ten minutes up to however long you have, and they get to pick the activity, not me. And nine times out of ten, my son will pick a board game. And with my daughter, nine times out of 10, she wants to play some sort of house or imagination game. But now they get more quality time with me, even if it's a small amount of time. So I would say, you know, boundaries is number one. And number two, I've already hit on it. It's, it's a special time. What are you doing with your kids to make them feel so special that they get to pick what you and they do instead of you trying to control the outcome let them have a sense of control over their parent in a positive way. So I love that. What are you doing with your child that is so special that they get to choose what they get to do with you? And so much that you just threw down so many truth bombs. Ladies and gents, if you're listening to this, continue to listen to it, please. But you can stop here, rewind it or whatever we do on the internet now, because we don't have rewind. But press that button that says 15 and go back like a couple of 15s and listen to all that again. That was so much truth. I love how you automatically said, I wasn't good at it. I mean, I think that's one thing all of us mamas have to see that there was a point during this time period that we just weren't good at it. 
it just whatever whatever it was there was a different it for all of us but you went back to exactly what you were doing before and like you said you reversed it you reverse engineered your already set schedule you created boundaries for yourself within the family time and gave your children what they needed so you could do everything you could to keep the funny the the funny the family running so kudos to you i actually want to dive into what you said that the world basically got to see what mamas do on a regular basis behind the scenes when the kids are home mama has to split her focus so how did you deal with it let's like dive in a little bit on that like give us some instances when you're on the phone with the ceo because this has happened to me before you're on the phone with the ceo and all of a sudden your children want your attention what do you do all right so you know peely and i are all about large multifamily, but we are here today because there was an event that kicked off our real estate career and we want to bring it to you it is called flip Hacking Live. I know, I know the name says flipping, but hear us out. This was the quintessential event that kickstarted our careers in real estate. So it gave us everything we use today. It was marketing, how to talk to investors, how to really build our base and build our team that we use today to really do what we do in large multifamily. And that's why we're bringing you the special discount. If you go to Flip Hacking Live today and you put in JP, tickets which just went up to $397. Well, they're gonna give you $100 off that we're gonna pay for because that's how much we believe in this event. So go there, go to the link, click on it, learn about it, and go to this event. You will not be sorry. Let's do this. Uh, I Probably my, my most embarrassed thing was my child was behind me, like right here, and there was a chair right there and they get up in the chair and they stand in my background and they're all they're wearing is their underroofs, right? And so I realized that I've got 30 adults on a Zoom call with me and I have a child that is not approved for Facebook in my background. And, and I just like immediately turn off my camera. Yeah, and, and I have to put it on mute and say, go put some clothes on, you know? And uh, I just, it was always a different day. No matter what was going on, it was always a different day. You know, the, I already mentioned the mac and cheese fight, you know, and or, you know, they hadn't gotten their special time that day and the cabin fever was setting in really hard. And um, sometimes the only way I could do it is to be aware of not just the tunnel vision of what was going on in my laptop in front of me, but listening to the needs of that age you know, and saying, you know, usually you're throwing a fit either because you want your way or because you have a need. So which one is it, right? And if I took a step back from just how stressed we all were and how much we were overworking, most of the time it was because they had a need for connection or change from the cabin fever. So there were times where I even canceled the rest of my day and we went outside, you know, and played in the dirt or the mud or, or something just different than staying inside. And um, there were other times where my four-year-old, who was three most of the summer, well, mommy sits at the computer. So I wanna sit in her lap and I want to push the buttons on the computer during the Zoom call, you know? And, you know, they're all thinking she's super cute because she's got the bed head and her hair's all crazy. 
and you know she's you know she's only three so it's fun to see something different than a bunch of adults on a zoom call um, but then all of a sudden they start tinkering and they're just trying to play like they're at work they're just trying mm -hmm. to participate in what's happening exactly and and I've been kicked off of zoom calls and had to log back in and 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 once again I'll touch on that again I didn't always handle it the right way okay usually my adult temper took over and it was you're in trouble and I'm gonna remove you from the office and you can't come in here right now and they're three they don't get it they don't understand um, and so I just had to I, I, I made it a mission I think last year before all this happened to always kind of check in with myself on my happiness level and if I wasn't happy I needed to change something I needed to own that so I'm the owner of my feelings and nobody else's I can't be offended without my permission I can't be happy without my permission I can't be sad without my permission so I started using that as a, where am I at am I happy right now does this make me happy why am I frustrated all the time and it's being uh, um, projected at my children when they're acting their age uh, and so I started just picking up on the cues over weeks that there was a common theme and it wasn't my happiness level where I wanted it to be. And I was taking it out on the kids when they were acting their age and I was too busy trying to do home life, school life, summer life, and mom life all wrapped into one. And so I started just having to forgive myself if I made a bad decision, I always had the ability to go back to that kiddo and say, mommy made a mistake and mommy is sorry. Will you forgive me? And, and going ahead and showing them that even adults can say that, right? We don't just need to ask our kids all the time to say sorry. We can do it too, to be an example to them. And so, and then I could also, you know, go back to them and say, you know, let's change what we're doing for the rest of the day and let's do something you want to do because you do matter and I want you to have that self-worth even even though most of what you're getting from, from me right now is disappointment or frustration. So I'm in control of all of that and I'm also raising littles to need to understand they are in control of their emotions. It's not anybody else's fault, it's theirs, whether they choose to be mad, happy, or sad. So, um, you know, we're going back to the basics, really. You know, COVID also has some silver linings. We're spending more time on board games. We're spending more time on family time. We're spending more time on um, figuring out what they need and what I can help them with. Instead of going, you know, your school is gonna give you those, those foundational pieces and then we're gonna try to build on top of that when you come home after so many hours. Now I had a front row seat to say, do I want to show them that I'm frustrated with them all the time? Or do I want to make them have a, a sense of self-worth from their biggest cheerleader? Because moms really are the cheerleader of their kids' lives. It doesn't matter how old they get. We are always going to think the highest of them. Of, and you want that to become the little voice inside of them. I feel like our parents' voices, what we say out of our mouths, ends up being that little internal voice that they hear in their heads when they're adults. You know, how do they assess things? How do they feel about themselves? It starts there. And then we can build on top of that by taking ownership of our, our feelings and thoughts.
Jennifer, I just want you to keep on talking. I'm not going to even ask any questions because you could just keep on talking and I'm just, I'm just going to listen because, oh my goodness, there's, you're speaking the mom language, the parent language that we are all going through right now. This is, this is, we're in the time of COVID, depending on what state you are in, maybe your schools are fully open. I know mine's not. We had that conversation before this. Yeah, we won't go there. Um, and, and the thing is, we all went through this. All of a sudden, school shut down and the kids were home and we didn't know how to deal with it because all of a sudden, life was different. And I love the fact that you are in ownership of not doing it correctly at the first because I know we all are. We all are at that point. We had that point where we're just like, we're not doing this correctly. How can we pivot? And I love the fact, and this is key folks. So again, press that 15 back button and listen to Jennifer say this again. She owns her happiness. Only she can give herself permission to feel anything. So whether you're listening to this and you're a mama, you're a papa, you're single, you're wherever you are in your life, that runs through it. If you listen, if you learn anything from this podcast, I want you to learn that you give yourself permission. You take ownership, you have control. And just being able to impart that to your children, that's huge, Jennifer. That is huge, huge. I wish I could give you like throw gold stars into my computer because you would get all the gold stars. You know that those charts that we make for our kids when they do all the yeah. good things, stars down. You, your, your chart's filled with stars right now. <laughs> <laughs> so before I let you go, because you've just jam packed this episode, this podcast with so much goodness, Jennifer. How, like I, I, I am actually at a loss of words. I don't even know what else to ask you right now <laughs> because you've given us so much goodness. I mean, we could run into large multifamily and how that balances, but, but you've said it all. Like it's, it's an amazing thing for all my mamas that are listening right now. Listen to what Jennifer is saying. Go, and I know I make this joke that you should go back and listen to this, but you guys should definitely re-listen to this one because Jennifer has helped me right now. And I don't know if, if she's helped you. If she has, please let me know. And I'm going to ask Jennifer to give some more information on how you might be able to get into contact with her, just to have a conversation. Even if it's just to have a mom conversation, forget real estate. Real estate's there. It'll still be there. Yeah. Have a mom conversation. Our children are so important. So Jennifer, before I let you go, is there any other like little tidbits of information, truth bombs that you haven't already laid out for us right now? You know, uh, one that popped up about 13 years ago um, that I think a lot of us miss, maybe we catch on later in life, but I caught it a long time ago just from some life events that happened in our family is you are normal. <laughs> and I want to reiterate that because we overanalyze. Okay, I'm going to say I. I overanalyze the thousand decisions I make a day on my children. Should I have let them eat that? Should I have not bought that? Should I have said no more? Should I should have said yes more? Um, did I give them enough time today? Like we just go on and on throughout our day, no matter what the decision is in the moment. It's normal to overanalyze your thoughts and your decision making as a parent full-time. I don't think that changes, um, but uh, we, 
you also have an opportunity every time you make a decision to change it, you know? Um, just like I've, uh, I've been, you know, I've kicked one of my kids out of my office and I went back later and I made a different decision and I went back and I apologized about the way I handled it. So I have the decision every time I make a mistake to make the next decision be a better decision. And even about the same decision I already made, I can, you know, do follow up a bad decision with a good decision, or I can actually go and reverse that first decision. So, and, and just know that that's normal. It's normal to not know how to deal with what we're dealing with right now. It's normal not to feel like you have enough to offer in multifamily, and you do. It's enough, it, it, it's normal for you to overestimate what you can do in a year and underestimate what you can do in 10. And, you know, it's normal. I would just say none of us are, you know, out there by ourselves on an island and dealing with something that one of us hasn't gone through and that there's not a way to connect. So I know I'm gonna be calling some of you moms out there when they're hitting teenage years and puberty and all that stuff because I'm gonna be in over my head and I'm gonna want to go to the source, right? Like all the moms that have already made it through to the other side, we know it's possible. But in the moment, I may not know that's possible and I need some reassurance and some encouragement. So um, I would just say, just it's normal. <laughs> Everything you're dealing with is normal. <laughs> and uh, just find you a tribe of people that wanna see you succeed and want you to come with them when they succeed. That's your tribe. Um, whether it's in the um, raising babies phase, the multifamily phase, um, the marriage phase, find your tribe. That's probably the last thing I would say. Work hard, find your tribe. Jennifer, I don't know if our, my listeners or whoever's watching on YouTube can see my, I'm like crying happy tears, happy like emotional tears. Cause it's just, you're okay. Mamas and papas out there, Jennifer is somebody you want to know. I want to urge you to contact her. So Jennifer, if any of my mamas and papas or whoever want to contact you to pick your brain about multifamily, about your 19 years in real estate. And let me reiterate to you folks, Jennifer is, motherhood is super important to her. You've heard it from her. She's done all the things, but she has 19 years of real estate experience backing her up. So she has her business, she has her mother, her motherhood, she has all these things going on. So she's somebody that you want to talk to. So Jennifer, how can my listeners get a hold of you? I would say text message, you know, because we always have kids at different stages of needs. And so whether they're in their underoos. Yes, whether you have to get them down off of your, your non-back screen Zoom because you haven't set it up yet because you're too busy or um you know they're screaming for dinner because they're hangry at starting at 3 p.m going forward till dinner um so text message i would say is the best because then when i get a moment to myself i can text you back and we can set up some time when they're sleeping or or they're all preoccupied and we can we can take some real time together um so i just wanted to share that phone number with you guys it's area code 469-853 one seven two two i'm an open book i'm transparent text me perfect i love it i mean you just got folks you got how often does that happen where you actually get somebody's phone number on a podcast asking you to text them because she wants to help you 
So Jennifer, thank you so much. And I have a feeling I'm going to have you on some of our other shows because I actually want to pick your brain more on real estate and how well you're doing there. And I have so many people that want to learn from you. So again, thank you for coming on this on Mothers of Multifamily. And for everyone else who is listening, I'm so grateful to you for listening today. Again, go back and rewind, listen to this podcast again. Leave a review. Let me know how you how I did, how Jennifer did. Again, grateful. Thank you again, Jennifer. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Bye now. Bye. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you.